1: Season 2, Episode 8. Stay really
2: clear and true to your own vision. I think it's really easy right now where the landscape is so noisy you can see something you're like oh I need to try that or I need to do that when really you just need to set your goals out from day one and stick to them but don't let other people sway your thinking
1: Hey dreamers, you are listening to Wear Your Dreams an amazingly inspiring podcast where we speak to the coolest girl millionaires, girl bosses and fashion entrepreneurs if you have ever dreamed of creating your own business then this podcast will give you all the tips advice and inspiration to make it happen Lego! are you ready to make 2016 your best year yet well visit bemigirl.com forward slash dream and sign up to receive the official wyd dream kit We've created the coolest tools to help you make those 2016 goals happen. Lego. Hey, Dreamers! Welcome to Season 2, Episode 8. Whoop, whoop. Today, I'm speaking to the legend, Sharmadine Reed. I've wanted to have her on the show for the longest time and so it was so incredibly satisfying finally getting to speak to her um, for those of you that don't know she's from London she is the ultimate girl boss and she's the founder of Wa Nails she also works as a trend consultant alongside her Wa Nails business and she's been featured in Vogue's New Generation named also one of the 15 people who will define the future of art Arts in Britain, and that was by The Independent... And yeah, she's just totally passionate about beauty and art and technology. And you can really see this reflected um, in her brand. And and she's also got a really cool line for Boots in the UK. And this really kind of is reflected. It's got a kind of hip hop vibe, punky kind of art school twist. And yeah, I'm totes, totes, totes excited to be speaking to Sharma Dean we um get into the challenges of running a business managing a team how to kind of stay true to your to your brand in a very very noisy landscape um, and yeah, she just speaks about the success of the business and all the different elements that have made it such a cool brand. I think, you know, a lot of those that do know about the brand will definitely say Warnel's is it's very innovative. It's distinctive um, and it's got a very kind of unique London cool vibe to it. And, and that's why I'm so excited to finally uh, be learning and speaking to Sharma and hearing more about her story. So Guys, if you do love this episode, which I'm sure you will, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. We would love to know what you think about this episode. I'm going to go into it now, guys. See you soon. Sharmadi, welcome to the show. Hi. (laughs) Now, I'm so glad that you're joining us today. And could you give us a short intro about yourself and tell us a bit more about your business?
2: My name is Sharmadine reed I am the founder of War Nails. I started it in 2009 to be a kind of salon for girls who were just like me. I just wanted a space where I could go and hang out and get my nails painted however I wanted. Now um, I have a space in Dalston, we have a product range in boots and just slowly growing. Awesome.
1: Awesome. Um, And so when you started kind of War Nails, what made you kind of feel like, you know, what, I actually really need to do this? Because I think a lot of people get ideas, but they don't actually, um, they don't do anything with them. So what was it about this idea that made you think, right, I actually have to make this happen?
2: There wasn't anything specific about the idea. And
1: also, it wasn't like I had
2: a lot of different ideas Or I wanted to start a business and this one came calling to me. I've always had ideas. I've always um, been commercially minded. It's just that I had a youthful naivety to think I could do it. Mm. Like, because I was so young when I started working on it, 24, it just never occurred to me that I couldn't do it. Yeah. I just thought I can do what I want.
1: Yeah. What were you doing before you started the business? I worked
2: in fashion as a stylist and um, brand consultant.
1: Okay. So would you say that experience kind of helped you launch the brand? What kind of things did you learn from that? I learned so much
2: about how to build brands and to market things. I learned how to, like, get influential people interested in your brand. I obviously had a really... um, tight network of people and it just so happens that those people are in fashion or art or music and they were you know they had like clout in their world so it's just being in fashion allows you to start a business easy because everyone talks about you Mm.
1: so once you kind of said right I'm gonna start the business what steps did you take to make it happen
2: first I found a
1: location then I found
2: some staff and then I just opened and that was it.
1: And did you kind of do any like research? Where did you, was there any kind of business um, things that you needed to, to research before starting it? Could you speak a bit about that?
2: Uh, there was one e-book at the time
1: written by a salon
2: owner who I've since made friends with called How to Open Your Own Salon. It was like really basic, written in Comic Sans. But really, it told me all the things I needed to tick off, which I never would have known had I not read that. In terms of other business things, I just, I've, like I said, I've always been, like, commercially minded. And I didn't see this growing. Like, it wasn't like I thought it wouldn't be successful. It's just I didn't see how big it could get. So I almost didn't prepare myself mentally for it.
1: Yeah.
2: I didn't think about how I would scale it or how I would grow it. I didn't think, oh, you know what? I really want to sell on an every high street, so let me build in a logistics plan for that from day one. I just cared more about the space and the people.
1: Yeah. And what would you say was kind of the point where things started to really um, pick up and, and, and get big and people started to notice wire nails? What would you say was that kind of tipping point and what what enabled that to happen?
2: I think, actually, there was no tipping point. It was really successful from day one. Like, at our opening party, we had 600 people outside this tiny little space in Dalston.
1: Yeah.
2: And it was just popular. We were in vogue from day one, Elle, New York Times. Like, every single publication worth noting, we were in from the very beginning. So it was more, like, as we grew... Yeah. How do we maintain
1: the brand and kind of stay on top of what we are? Mm. And I'd love to know, just kind of, could you speak a bit about like what was kind of going through, you know, your mind when everything was happening really fast and people were kind of loving the brand? How did this just, you know, make you feel?
2: I just wasn't, I mean, I wasn't so bothered. It was just something I really wanted to do. I didn't do it for any praise or recognition I almost found it a chore to front it and be the face of it. Yeah. (laughs) I found that bit really, um, like, yeah, it actually took me away from running the business. Yeah. Which was a little bit stressful at the time. So, yeah.
1: And what would you say has been kind of the most difficult part and challenging part of, you know, running a business?
2: Um... Finding mm. and managing people mm. that's really really tough uh our brand is so specific that just finding
1: someone who understands our taste is hard enough could you speak a bit more about um kind of maybe sort of tell it i'd love to hear like a story of a, a time within your business where you know you've kind of found it challenging and how you've kind of overcome that
2: um I, I found it really challenging, um, being a boss that girls, what I find challenging is for my staff to see like that I'm looking at the whole, I think when you work in a startup business, you have to understand that the boss as an entrepreneur is trying to like turn all the cogs at the same time and for the staff being like one part of the business I think it's hard for them to sit the whole and just trying to Mm -hmm. spread yourself across to make sure everybody's happy I found really difficult because I've never had to do that before like even just staff would get upset if I didn't text them back not realizing that a texting is not appropriate way to communicate with your boss and b I've got like a hundred emails to sort through, mm-hmm. proposals to write, products to design and a hundred other things to do. So I just think that it's it's something that I try and do is keep a formal yet approachable style to being a boss. It's quite hard. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And what kind of things were you um, working on in the early days? Like, what was a, a typical day like for you? I'd love to kind of get an insight into what the working life was like. I would
2: go to my shop, check appointments, make sure we got enough
1: stock.
2: Like, just did everything very hands-on. Like, maybe I'd design a new menu. We would come up with nails for a client, like a a brand that we would be doing an event for. I'd Hire new staff. Everything I did, yeah, this, yeah. like I still kind of do a little bit of everything, but it was very much like me learning on the go how to run a salon.
1: Yeah, and do you do um, still do the nails at all? You still quite hands on with that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I if a, if a customer's there and no one's there to paint nails, I all um, oh wow, I, I won't turn anybody away if I yeah. if I'm free. If I'm there and I'm free, I'll always do it. Always.
1: Yeah. And what was it that kind of... I'd love to hear a bit more about what um, What was it that attracted you to nails? Like, was it something you was always into? Or was there like a particular kind of moment? What kind of inspired you, I, I, I guess is the question, to get into to nails?
2: I've always been into nails and beauty. Not in a super girly way because I'm a bit of a tomboy but i've always been into um, like color coordination like accessories that kind of thing and i just would always get my nails done on a friday with my girlfriends and i just knew there could be better stuff yeah because, because i worked in fashion i just kept thinking of all the prints and patterns that could be created that no one was doing
1: uh, I was like it can't be
2: that hard
1: yeah I love that. And how did you um, fund the the business in terms of your first store? I just used savings and I loaned
2: a little bit of money off a friend, which I gave her back in a couple of years. And yeah, it was very much hand to mouth.
1: Yeah. Wow. And so I'd love to hear as well a bit more about, you know, what you kind of really enjoy about being you know the boss of of wild nails it's such a cool brand and so many girls can kind of relate to it what do you kind of enjoy the most about um owning the business
2: I think I love meeting other cool girls the most Mm. that's the thing that keeps me ticking when I'm in the salon I'm still just so surprised at how cool our customers are and how good my staff are yeah I'm like, you guys are sick. You <laughs> really in- interesting people. Yeah. And it makes me happy yeah. that we attract like-minded people. Mm. I also love designing products and working with colour. I love when one of my staff can translate my favourite work of art so perfectly on a nail. Mm. And I just, I like seeing people enjoy the space, you know, like um, it's very much my specific taste. So if somebody loves it, it's, I, you know, I take it quite personally. I really like it.
1: Mm. And tell us a bit more about how the Boots um, collab came, came along. So, I know you've got a line for them as well now. How did that happen? So they just got in touch and obviously
2: had heard of the brand and wanted to meet. And I just thought, you know what? They're such an amazing company, like heritage company, they do everything so well, and I absolutely loved working with them. Like, the product development, like, stuff that they know. They've just got decades of history and knowledge. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so, was it quite a long process, or how kind of... Could you well, speak no. a bit more about that, about the process of kind of, you know, this idea to it going on the shop floor?
2: Literally, we did it in record time. Like, they said it usually takes 18 months to build and launch a brand and we did it in nine wow but we did it so quick because i don't have anyone to consult to tell them you know what i mean like all the decisions were made by me yeah i didn't have to like see something and then go back to an office and ask 10 people what they thought about something i would just like this is what i want this is how i want it to look so we were able to move quite fast
1: Yeah, I see. And um, I always ask this question to my guests. It's called the Dream Talk Round. So I'd love to hear a story, Sharma Dean, of a time within your business journey when you literally felt like, wow, like this is a dream come true. I'm literally living my dream.
2: When I was in Bangkok and we were on the beach with my three amazing staff members watching American Beauty In Koh Samui, because we did Bangkok and Koh Samui, after a a day of painting nails by the pool, I was just like, this is the life. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I love that story. Absolutely love that. Um, And so now I just want to ask you three questions. It's called the Triple Love Round. Um, And the first question is a quote that you love. So my friend Amber did this little gift that said sleep is
2: for billionaires. And I just love it because it's like you haven't got time to rest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's just no time
1: to rest, basically. Um, And what about a book or blog that you love? A book that I love
2: would be On Fire of the Vanities by Tom Wolfe. It's just very dramatic. And, oh, wait, do you mean a business book?
1: Uh, yeah, a business book would be good. A business book that I love would probably be... Or something that's kind of inspired you in some way would be good. A business book that is great is Zero to One. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. I've never read it,
2: though. Yeah, I've just started and it's really good. Um
1: <laughs> And how about an inspirational woman that you love? Someone that's you know inspired your journey. I really love.
2: Um, do you know what? There's so many like amazing women out there lately that I keep read, keep meeting and reading and hearing about. Uh, I really love um, a woman who started a company called Holition, which Ooh. do augmented reality based products
1: that sounds
2: cool yeah her name's lynn murray and i just think she's so cool like she started this company it's sick she's now working at london college of fashion doing digital like heading up the digital anthropology lab and i find her really inspiring yeah
1: Yeah. awesome amazing and guys you will find all the show notes about Sharmadine on our website at bemigirl.com that's g b e m i girl.com um so what sort of things have you got going on today Sharmadine I'd love to hear a bit more about any projects or any sort of new things you've got going on at the moment uh i've got two
2: really amazing ones that i can't talk about yet which is annoying and i hate when people say that but <laughs> You'll see them and they'll be amazing. I did a show for um, London Fashion Week this morning. My friend Ashley Williams, we did nails for her show. Then I went to meet a business mentor. He just helped discuss my business with me. Then I came home, picked up my son from school, and now I'm about to put him in the bath, read him some books, and, yeah, chill out.
1: Um, Um, And so last but not least, Shalmadine, could you um, give us some advice for, you know, girls out there that really want to start, you know, a really cool brand like War Nails? What advice would you give to girls out there?
2: I think my main bit of advice would just be to stay really clear and true to your own vision. I think it's really easy right now where the landscape is so noisy you can see something you're like oh I need to try that or I need to do that when really you just need to set your goals out from day one and stick to them Mm. but don't don't let other people sway your thinking
1: yeah
2: Yeah.
1: wow I need to hear that (laughs) stay in your own lane basically yeah I love that and how can we hear more about you and everything that you've got going on with your business where's the best place to find that out
2: um I've tr- I try to tweet more now okay Probably. how are you finding that <laughs> yeah I quite like it actually yeah <laughs> I'm such a visual person that I'm a very instagrammy person yeah. Um, but yeah I've been trying to use twitter to talk more about business and the women's issues that I'm interested in so definitely twitter
1: amazing <laughs> well thank you Sharmadeen for our short and sweet conversation i've really enjoyed speaking to you and thanks so much for your time thank you so much for having me no worries bye bye Bye. are you ready to make 2016 your best year yet well visit Bemygirl.com forward slash dream and sign up to receive the official wyd dream kit We've created the coolest tools to help you make those 2016 goals happen. Lego. Dreamers, thank you for being with us today on Wear Your Dreams. You can find all the show notes as well as cool girl content on bemigirl.com. That's GBEMIGirl.com. We would love you to subscribe to the show. So please click subscribe now and give us a rating and review so that we can continue to inspire and push you girlies to fulfill your dream. Don't forget to follow our Facebook, Instagram and Twitter pages, all at Bemi Girls. But for now, girlies, remember... Anything is possible, so, wear your dreams.
0: Planning for your next trip?